welcome to another production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Today your host is Dr. Jan Bedell. She is an educator, author, curriculum designer, and a specialist in neural development. Dr. Jan has spent 20 years encouraging, educating, and inspiring families through her company, Little Giant Steps. So, whether you have a typical, gifted, or struggling learner, these weekly Brain Coach tips will help you discover foundational keys to make learning and life easier through the neurodevelopmental approach. And now, welcome your host for today. Hello, and welcome back for another Brain Coach tip. I'm Jan Bedell, the Little Giant Steps Brain Coach. Thank you for being proactive and alert to anything that can help your child be more successful. I'm glad you're here because I see developmental inefficiencies that can cause a cascade of negative effects for our children. These inefficiencies are often caused by changes in our cultural practices, and they can be avoided by putting some knowledge into action. In my opinion, it needs to be specific knowledge about the neurodevelopmental approach. That is what we are all about here at Brain Coach Tips. In past weeks, I have covered a wide range of topics about brain function. So whether you have a typically developing, gifted, struggling learner, or developmentally challenged child in your home, there is something here for everyone. The reason is everyone has a brain and that brain can work better. You just need to know some simple ways to give specific stimulation as that results in better function. Please do a friend a favor. Share the website braincoachtips.com with someone you know. You may be surprised to learn that you were answer prayer for someone that you didn't even know was struggling. So send your friends to braincoachtips.com so more children have the opportunity to reach their full potential. All of these years of helping families incorporate the neurodevelopmental approach through the Little Giant Steps products and programs has proven to me that we are on the right track to bring help to families that know there just must be something else out there for their children. It's so sad to see bright children feeling really bad about themselves because of academic struggles or not being able to read. We have found that these struggles don't have to continue. One of my goals is to work myself out of a job before it's time to retire. To do this, I must be about equipping parents with solutions for learning and behavioral challenges. One way to educate folks is to provide a newsletter. I want to encourage you to sign up for the newsletter on the homepage at littlegiantsteps.com. It provides more neurodevelopmental tips as well as frequent discounts for products and programs. Little Giant Steps also have many free articles and tremendous resources available. Over the past 20 plus years, I have continually seen children held back from their potential because of the chemistry of their body. It just wasn't working well. In the past, all I've had to offer was suggested diet changes that really stopped short of resolving things like allergies and gut issues. 
Poor chemistry can have profound negative effects on our brains. We are truly fearfully and wonderfully made, but if there is interference from heavy metals that comes from a variety of sources in our environment, or gut issues causing malabsorption of nutrients, just to name a couple of things that could go wrong with our chemistry, then the brain function is compromised. This causes an added stress to the child's system and can result in foggy thinking, poor sleep quality, sensory issues, allergies, as well as challenges with fighting off disease. When you add this to the struggles with reading caused by a disorganized brain, you often multiply the negative effects. If you or someone you know is having issues with their immune system, like frequent colds, eczema, heavy metal toxicity, candida, autoimmune issues, or hypersensitivities like visual, touch, noise, taste, smells, all that just drives them crazy, please encourage them to set up a free metabolic consultation. When we eliminate the metabolic stressors, everything works better, and this could be one of the root issues that you may be dealing with. Just click on the metabolic consult on the homepage at littlegiantsteps.com and we will start the process of scheduling that free consult for you. When we address the chemistry or metabolic issues and then bring in the neurodevelopmental approach to work at that root cause level of developmental factors, we have a dynamic combination. Before we go into the neurodevelopmental causes of poor reading abilities, I want to let you know that next week we'll be talking about resolving the very common label of ADD. If you wonder if your child may have ADD, you won't want to miss that episode. Now let's look at how the neurodevelopmental approach can address reading challenges. You may even wonder if your child has dyslexia. Well, let me just tell you up front that I don't much believe in labels. I guess they have their place and you can listen to that podcast that I did to label or not to label. But most of the time it's just a list of symptoms and if they have a certain number of those check marks then they call them that or give them that label. What I look at is what is causing those symptoms. I just took a simple list of what they say the symptoms of dyslexia are. And I'm going to give you a neurodevelopmental cause and or reason why that's happening. So let's just take the first one. It says difficulty with reading, writing, or spelling. Well, in my opinion, you have to look at the root. What is involved in reading, writing, and spelling? First, you have to have visual ability. You've got to be able to see what you're looking at to be able to know what the word is. You also need to be able to have visual dominance where information is being stored in the right place so you can bring it back out. Now for writing, you have to have something called proprioception. That just is where you are in space. I'm sure you can see how important that would be to make your hand move on paper. That's moving in space. Then for spelling, We believe that is visualization skills. You have to be able to see that word as a picture to store it well so when you write it down, 
you can see whether it matches or not. That way that you can correct it. I'm not going to be able to give you all the ways to fix this in this particular session because we just have to bring our awareness up first because when you're aware then you can do something about it. But for visualization look back at podcast number 49. For dominance you can refer back to number 23 but you knew it yesterday. What happened on the test? Well if they don't store it in the right place then they can't bring it back out. You'll really enjoy understanding why that happens because I'm sure that's been a frustrating experience for you in the past. Another symptom listed is difficulty blending sounds into words. If you've listened to me in the past, you've heard me talk about auditory processing, and I would encourage you to look at those podcasts on that subject. That's your short-term memory, and that's holding those pieces together. A lot of times, if the processing is low, they can sound out three-letter words, but past that, they can't hold those pieces together so they can't get those words out, more or less remember the rules. So if you fix the auditory processing, that symptom goes away. You can get an auditory processing test kit at littlegiantsteps.com. Just go to the store and it will be a download sent to you. Be sure to order the auditory and visual because the better your short-term memory, the better everything works. Another symptom is reversal of letters. We found the root cause of this is mixed dominance. So when you're putting the information into the wrong part of the brain, it has to come across the corpus callosum, which is that bridge between the two hemispheres, and it oftentimes gets reversed, or sometimes they can't find it at all. They also list reading slowly or hesitating when you read aloud. This could be a visual issue. First, you've got to get their eyes checked. Can they see up close? Can they see far away? That's acuity. You've got to get that checked first. And then the hesitancy could come from the mixed dominance because they're not finding the information quickly so they can bring it back out. Eye tracking could also be an issue here. Your eyes have to move smoothly across the page or it doesn't make sense to your brain. If your eyes kind of dart back and forth, then it's very confusing and your brain can't interpret that. Your child might have difficulty learning the names of letters and their sounds. This could be the mixed dominance, just not storing it where they can bring it back. Or it could also have to do with visual discrimination. They just can't see the difference in the B and D. There's not much, you know. So those kinds of things can really be addressed. Visual discrimination is just seeing the difference between two very similar things. There's a fun game at littlegiantsteps.com called just that, visual discrimination. You might want to check that out to help with that aspect of it. Something else that's on their list for dyslexia is difficulty expressing oneself clearly. This again could be from mixed dominance or from low processing because when you can't hold the pieces together you might even start in the middle of a thought and go on from there expecting everybody to know what you're talking about because you've thought it but it doesn't work out that way very well when you're on the receiving end of that communication 
They also mention disorganization as one of the symptoms. If your child is disorganized just pretty much everywhere, his room's a mess, his papers are a mess, his thoughts are a mess, this may be because of the lower level disorganization. That's what we would say from an ND perspective. When the brain is disorganized, you're expecting organized behavior, but it's a disorganized brain, so you really can't expect that until you fix it. There's many things that you can do to help with this. The lower level cross pattern work on the floor is the best thing to organize that brain. You can get some of that information on podcasts that talks about organizing Einstein. So look for that one. Another symptom on the checklist is difficulty copying accurately from printed or written material. This can be up close or far away. Now this could be visual acuity. That means they aren't seeing well up close. This could be convergence of their eyes. So if their eyes aren't working together, then that's going to be a distorted image. And how do you copy a distorted image? It could also be central detail vision. That means what they see right in the center. They may be using their peripheral vision more than their central vision. This is a developmental aspect that can be taken care of. It could also be near point, far point accommodation. So in other words, when you're looking far away, your eyes have to change. The muscles in your eyes change. And then when you come down to the close work, then they have to change again. And if that's not working right, where they you know, can expand and contract the way that they should, then by the time they get back down to their paper, either they've lost what they were going to write, or it just is distorted so that they can't write it correctly. We kind of alluded to this one earlier about the confusion of similar words, such as with and which. This could be their central detail vision is not working right. On the neurodevelopmental DVD that we have on, on the Little Giant Steps website, that is a seminar that's two hours long that gives you ways to test for these things and also what to do about them. So I'd encourage you to look into that neurodevelopmental approach DVD that they have there at littlegiantsteps.com. You might be wondering, well, how do I know if it's poor central detail vision? There's some symptoms that I can give you here. They may not look at you when you're talking to them. You know, you say, look at me when I'm talking to you, and they move their eyes there, but pretty soon they're kind of like looking over your shoulder or something. You think they're not engaged. You may think that's a behavioral thing, but it's really not. It is that they can't see you right looking straight ahead, so they have to turn and look at you with the peripheral vision. They might cock their head funny when they're riding or not be able to ride on the line. When they're younger, they're not able to color within the lines because they can't really see the lines well. So that's how you might know about that. Oh, and another pretty notorious thing with central vision is that they skip small words. You think, you know, you know that word. <laughs> it's just really little. It's the or a or is. And they just skip right over it. It may be that their central detail vision is not working, so they don't even see that word. And the list goes on. 
It mentions short attention span, difficulty following directions, or the need for instruction to be repeated often. This could be low auditory processing. It keeps them from being able to stay on task because their mind is just wandering. It has a little bit here and then it thinks about something else and goes over there and thinks about something else. So they really have difficulty. And this is one of the easiest things to fix. Just twice a day for two minutes, you're going to do this little auditory game with them. And that's described on that test kit that I told you about earlier. They often also spend a lot more time than appropriate on their homework or their schoolwork in the case of um, homeschoolers. This can be from just overall neurological disorganization. They just can't seem to get organized to get their things done, so it takes them a lot longer to do it. This could be a combination of lower level disorganization, processing, or just they can't pay attention to it because their eyes aren't working right and they don't want to. They avoid doing that. Well, I hope you can see that dyslexia really is a symptomatic label. And if your child is having reading problems, maybe the best thing would be to find out what the root causes are and work with that. Get them over that so they never have to have the label of dyslexia. I know it's really far out for you to think about it this way because we have been so conditioned to say if they have dyslexia they're always going to have dyslexia but that's not the case that we've found we treat the root cause those symptoms that cause them to get that label they go away or diminish greatly and then they can't call them that anymore that's the really good news I have more good news for you too because you know how dyslexics, they often get further and further behind in reading and in their academics. Well, we found the opposite is true. When we get those brains organized and the vision working and the processing working like it should, they do accelerated abilities in a, like a four-month period. They often go up a year to a year and a half in reading in just four months. I'm going to put a handout up with this podcast so that you can see the different ages and the different children we've worked with. Now this is raw data because we don't know for sure how much of the program was done with them, but we see the results. And you can see it there too. Sometimes they've come up as much as four years in a four-month period when they're only 10 years old. And this is because in that case that child has a really high intelligence and they've been held back by all these inefficiencies. Mostly it's a, around a year every four months, but they catch up quickly to their peers and they get that confidence that just makes them soar. That's what I love to see is the, the kids that, so, you know, they didn't even want to go to Sunday school or homeschool co-op because they were afraid somebody was going to ask them to read. This just opens up, their, opens up their world to them. I mentioned the Neurodevelopmental Approach DVD. That's a good place for some people to start. And then if you really want to be proactive, that's a prerequisite for having an in-person evaluation or what we call advanced brain training. So if you're far away from Texas and you can't come to our facility there, 
then you might want to consider an advanced brain training because we can take from the symptoms that we see on a detailed history form the root causes of many of those things and help you to address them. There's also the developmental foundations that you might want to look at as well. That is a pretty generic but very basic and foundational program that just everybody needs. So you could do that with your whole family, anybody that's seven years or older. Developmental foundations, the details on that can be found at littlegiantsteps.com. We are continuing to add to our offerings of neurodevelopmental innovations at Little Giant Steps. Our goal is to provide what you need to enhance your children's abilities. These products ensure that children go through the steps necessary to avoid the issues that I've mentioned today and provide the foundation so that they have an easy time of learning to read when it's time. With the right tools, you really can be proactive and avoid these struggles in your younger children. So if you have preschoolers, be sure to look at the Early Learning Foundations Neurodevelopmental Program that includes math. There's a preschool level, a kindergarten level, and one that brings them able to work on third grade math after that's finished. Now, since some people haven't heard of Early Learning Foundations and, and already have a math program that they love, we have developed the mini programs for preschoolers and kindergarten that will give you the neurodevelopmental component. This can be a great complement to your curriculum. These programs are fully accessible to our listeners in and outside of the United States as everything is delivered on the Internet. Each mini-program will teach you activities that address directly or indirectly each of the six main areas of human development. These mini-programs provide similar activities to the neurodevelopmental activities that already exist in the Early Learning Foundations programs, but it will not include the math portion. The training portion includes us teaching you every activity via the web training, so you can know exactly how to do them with your child. You can view the details of these mini programs on the store at littlegiantsteps.com. If you have other topics that I haven't gone over in these podcasts before, I just want to encourage you to send your questions to office at littlegiantsteps.com. Put in the subject line, Brain Coach Topics, and I'll try to include them in the future podcasts. Well, that's all the time I have for today. I hope that I've assisted you in your journey toward understanding how you can use brain boosters to help your children prepare for academics. If you make it a priority to use the tips I have given and the specific programs to enhance brain function, your child's homeschool experience could be more productive and pleasant for both of you. Remember to tell your friends about the free metabolic consultations that are available. What we will discuss can help the metabolic issues, the immune response, the inattentiveness, the gut issues, heavy metal toxicity, emotional and behavioral challenges because, you know, when your body isn't working good, then you have oftentimes acting out. 
Just email office at littlegiantsteps.com to get started with your free metabolic consultation. Next week, the topic is resolving those issues around ADD. Hope you'll join us for that. You can also follow me on Pinterest for many ideas that align with the neurodevelopmental approach. Or you can ask us questions on Facebook. Please stay tuned to the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network where you will receive more of these Brain Coach tips to make life and learning easier. In the meantime, please visit our sponsor, littlegiantsteps.com. They are dedicated to equipping you as parents so that your children can reach their full potential. Remember, neurodevelopment is a dynamic approach to life at any age. So think differently. The solution is not in the problem. Until next week, it's the Brain Coach signing off. Thank you.